Hi friends, welcome to Mother and More, a podcast with me, Caitlin Soule. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife and a mom to three kiddos. I am passionate about helping people make the changes they want to or need to make so that they can live their best life. I'm on a mission to modernize therapy, talk about mental health, motherhood, and really just life in a way that's real and helpful. In my journey to doing so, I will share stories from my own experience and tools and skills that I teach my clients in my clinical practice in hopes that you feel a little bit more inspired to lean in, to deal with the tough stuff, and revel in this beautiful, messy thing called life. Okay, guys, it's good to be back here recording. Um, Today, we're going to talk about mindfulness. And this is a really timely topic for me because I am on my own journey into incorporating more mindfulness into my life, not just in the work I do with others, because that's something that I've always done. Um, Mindfulness is actually under the cognitive behavioral therapy umbrella when Um, We talk about different modalities of therapy. So mindfulness has always been a part of the work that I do with clients, meaning I would um, do guided meditation um, as a coping skill when they're struggling with things like anxiety or depression or emotional regulation issues. Um, And so I'm trained in it, but full disclosure, or what should I say, full confession here, is that I've never been super good at incorporating it into my own life or maybe just hadn't been at a point where I felt like um, I was ready for it. And so here I am, 35 years old, three small children, a wonderful husband, a very full life, a full caseload, and it just seemed like the perfect time for me to incorporate um, some more self-care, and that looks like mindfulness for me. And so today I want to talk specifically about what is mindfulness because I know it's a, a it's talked about a lot in popular culture, popular psychology, pop psychology, if you will. Um, you'll hear it. It's a buzzword. So I want to talk about it, what it really is, how I use it in my work with others, meaning like what types of um, emotional struggles or psychological issues can it be helpful for? And then how I use it in my own work, because as a therapist, I am always doing my own work. As a human being, I'm always doing my own work. Um, And I'm very committed to doing that so that I can show up for myself first and for the ones I love and then for the people I work with, for my brave clients as well. So, and then... I think here's the cool part I'm most excited about is giving you a little bit more of an experience today other than me just talking at you. I invite you um, to participate in a little bit of a guided meditation that I'm going to walk you through towards the end of this podcast episode. It's going to be short. It's going to be a gratitude meditation, which is something that I've been practicing on the daily. So I'm excited for that. Um, You know... The, the one that I want to share with you today is actually, I'm thinking of it now, is actually the one that I heard back at the conference I went to in March in Chicago, and it was, the, it was um, a psychologist led us through it, and it was what actually inspired me to start searching for and making space for more presence and more gratitude and self-compassion in my own life. 
Um, I like to think of mindfulness as an art. This is my definition. I'm going to give you the official definition in a minute, but I like to think of it as an art, as a way of being that allows for less anxiety, stress, overwhelm, disconnectedness, and makes way for more openness, presence, better coping skills, more self-care, compassion, gratitude, and just goodness. I think of meditation, short meditation specifically for me and anybody else who just feels like they can't make time in their day. You guys, there are apps out there. I'm going to share more about the one I use when I go into my journey that make it real easy. So short meditations, I'm talking five, 10 minutes a day. Um, And gratitude practice, meditation and gratitude practice for me are a vehicle that takes me to the place of mindfulness on the daily so that I can get better at bringing the lessons it teaches me into my life day by day and moment by moment. So instead of, uh, instead of meditation and gratitude practice as the destination, I think of them as the vehicle to help me arrive at a place of mindfulness you know, not, I don't think it's realistic that that can happen every second of the day, but to understand it better, to feel the ben or reap the benefits from it so that I can incorporate it more into my daily life without having to actually sit down and do a meditation or do a gratitude practice to take me to that brain space, if that makes sense. Okay, so let's get into it. Like I said, the guided meditation will be at the end. So I'll try and keep this part brief, this next part brief, and then we'll go into the guided meditation. Here we go. Okay, so what is mindfulness? And I'm using the Webster dictionary definition because there are literally 5 million different definitions, all really similar, some more complex than others, but this one's simple, brief, and to the point, and I like it. Mindfulness is the practice of maintaining a non-judgmental state of heightened or complete awareness of one's thoughts, emotions, or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis. So it's the practice of maintaining a non-judgmental state of heightened or complete awareness of one's thoughts, emotions, or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis. So it's in the moment, present-oriented, not future-oriented and not past-oriented. Thousands, literally thousands of studies have documented the physical and mental health benefits of mindfulness in general, and it has inspired countless programs, um, schools, prisons, hospitals, veteran centers, um, treatment centers, to adapt this mindfulness uh, model to help their folks. In my practice, in my practice, sorry, I can't talk right now. That usually happens to me about halfway through these episodes. Um, In my practice, I have used mindfulness working with people who are struggling with anxiety, depression, and emotional dysregulation, meaning they struggle to contain their emotions in a way and that becomes in in a way that uh, is above and beyond most other people's struggle and it becomes problematic or causes great disruption in their life. I've also used it most recently with people who are simply wanting to find more meaning, more presence, more peace, more motivation, sort of all the things. And that's because I've opened up my practice to working with people who are um, 
who are more just wanting to work on general issues or personal growth than before I was really only working with people who had specific anxiety disorders or, or trauma or OCD. So as I've opened up to my practice to wanting to work with everyone and and anyone and everyone, because as I say, therapy isn't just for those who need quote unquote air quotes help or are quote unquote broken. It's for anyone who is wanting to improve themselves and improve their lives and their relationships. So I talk a lot about letting go of certainty and welcoming uncertainty as a key, if not the key, to changing our relationship with anxiety, struggle, and emotional pain. And mindfulness is a great step between being tightly fused to a limiting belief or a worry thought to letting it just loosely be there without interpreting it as the only truth or as Bible, right? So I think of mindfulness as a wonderful diffusion tool for people kind of across the spectrum, but specifically with people, for people who have anxiety, because um, by nature, anxiety um, asks us to be tightly fused to our limiting beliefs or to our worry thoughts. And so mindfulness is going to ask us to just notice what that thought is and then let it pass by like a leaf on a stream. Literally, there's a thought diffusion exercise that I use a lot called leaves on a stream, and it's beautiful. So we're going to let it pass by, we're going to notice it's there, and we're not going to have to do anything about it. In my life, as I talked a bit bit about before, I have started incorporating a daily practice of short guided meditations in the morning and gratitude journaling. You guys, this takes me less, it takes me somewhere between 10 to 15 minutes. And so I get up a little bit earlier to do it. Um, And I've even included my little ones on this. And it's been really fun slash funny. Let me be clear. This is my practice. It's my time, my self-care. And as mom, we don't get a lot of time for ourselves. So I don't include them in my morning ritual of it. But when I'm done, I'll sometimes invite them over or they'll ask to come over. Um, Literally, I mean to the other room where I go to to do it. Um, and we'll do some quick guided meditations. There's a kids app I use. I think it's called Think Breathe. I, I don't know what it's called, but there's tons of them. Um, and it's really funny. They like lay on the floor. They take deep breaths. They ask five million questions, and that's okay because that's where they're at developmentally, and it makes a lot of sense. Um, but what I think is so cool about this is. I'm exposing them to the idea of mindful living, to the idea of mindfulness, um, introducing them to things like meditation and gratitude at a young age because I think that will set them up to have some tools in their toolbox as life starts to throw stuff at them. There's research behind this, you guys. Lots of research behind the power of mindfulness and increasing psychological flexibility, increasing ability to cope, increasing happiness and joy. So I figure, hey, why not? Why not stock them up with stuff that they can use um, starting, you know, young? I want them to understand that they actually have control and power over the way that they feel. And instead of turning away from feeling, they need to turn towards it. My girls and especially, I'm going to say this, especially my son. Instead of turning away from feeling, they need to turn towards it. They need to deal with it then through action like meditation, journaling, talking, moving, art, therapy, whatever it may be. 
The reason I said my son especially, of course, everybody, I think, could benefit from the work, but I believe boys specifically, and I know I'm not alone on this, are taught at a young age to uh, hide and avoid feeling, which causes a lot of problems in their life um, or can cause a lot of problems in their life. It can be protective in some ways, but can also be really limiting. And I think we can do better for that for our kids and for our sons. The last thing I'll say about my own work is that it has greatly improved two areas of my life. That's mindfulness. Um, specifically the meditation and the journaling has greatly improved two specific areas of my life, my patience and my relationships. My mom used to say, patience is a virtue, but it's just not yours because I struggled with it even as a young child. So I probably could have used some mindfulness meditation in my life. Mom, no, I'm just kidding. We can't know what we can't know, right? Um, so patience has always been a struggle and mindfulness practices will expose our weaknesses and then kind of quietly and gently say, here, come this way. I can help you. We've got this. With three young children, patience is key and it's not attainable at every moment, but I definitely have benefited from this part of the practice. I also say relationships because searching for gratitude through my gratitude journaling and guided gratitude meditations has allowed me to find so much goodness, so much more goodness in myself and the people that I love. It's programmed my brain, and it will for you too, to search for the good stuff and to be less connected or fused to the negative stuff. That old, you know, the saying of is your glass half empty or half full, it has definitely allowed me to be in a space where my glass is, is half full opposed to half empty. So here are some things transitioning into getting ready to go into our gratitude exercise. Um, I'm sorry, our mindfulness meditation exercise together. Here are some things I want you to know about mindfulness before you start practicing here in this episode. Um, and then also before you go on to do some work yourself. The first thing is you don't need to buy anything or go anywhere specific to do this stuff. And specifically meditation. You can do it anywhere, sitting, standing, laying down. You just need a space that's quiet and a little bit of time. You can pick the time. It can be three minutes. It can be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, whatever, whatever suits you, whatever you're comfortable with, comfortable with. The second thing is your mind is not going to stay quiet. It's not possible if we're human beings to stop our thoughts, right? Or to just like, or at least... Uh, it's not possible to start off that way, right? Um, what the real goal is to try to pay attention to the present moment. The real goal is to try and, yeah, try and pay, pay attention to that present moment without judgment. That's the real work and it's hard and it's foreign to us, especially in a world that's busy, loud, and always on the go. So your mind isn't going to stay quiet and that's okay. Your mind will wander, as you practice paying attention to what's going on in your body and mind at the present moment, you'll find that a lot of different thoughts arise. It might drift, your brain might drift to something that happened yesterday, or your thoughts might take you to your to-do list. Your mind will try to be anywhere, but right now, right here where you are. But a wandering mind isn't something to fear, it's just part of being a human. And it's an essential part of the mindfulness practice it's actually a piece that 
many researchers believe leads us to healthier and more flexible brains is that moment here it is you guys the moment when you recognize that your mind has wandered and if you notice it then you can purposely bring it back to the present moment the more you do this the more likely you are to be able to do it again and again and so it becomes like a habit it's a skill that needs practice it's a, it's like a brain exercise have you ever done that thing where you end up going to your destination without remembering the drive or finding yourself with your hand in the bottom of a like i don't know oreo bag and not realizing you ate all the oreos oh, maybe that's just, maybe that's bad maybe that's just me i don't know but the idea is that we get we we get so distracted that sometimes we don't even we don't pay attention we don't realize where we are and what we're doing so mindfulness practice actually increases our ability to bring ourselves back to the presence mo- present moment which improves our mental and physical health greatly okay your brain will try and take over and be judgy <laughs> when you practice mindfulness try not to judge yourself for whatever thoughts pop up notice them like i said before and then let them go Going back to that leaves on the stream thing, imagine they're just leaves floating by on a stream. You just have to notice them. You don't have to do anything about them. There's no right way, really, to do this stuff. There's no wrong thing to think. Just return your attention to the present moment again and again, over and over. It seems like our minds are kind of wired to get carried away in thought, which they are, That's why mindfulness is the practice of returning again and again to the breath. So the breath is sort of like this anchor that brings us back to the present moment. That's why breathing is such a big part of a lot of mindfulness exercises and um, guided meditation or just meditation in general. Um, I'm not going to focus it on a ton. I'm not going to focus on it a ton in the meditation that we do together, Um, but it is a part of it. So when we focus on our breath, it reminds us to come back to the present moment. Okay, so now I want to share with you a short guided meditation with the intention of helping you transfer the compassion that you have for others to yourself. This is the one, this is the meditation that I was introduced to to a few months ago that sort of like reignited or sparked my interest in bringing meditation back into my life or into my life in a more consistent way. Um, So I invite you to get comfortable take a minute don't do this driving find a quiet space and we're going to get into it in just a second here okay so when you're in your quiet space i want you to take a minute to close your eyes take a deep breath in through your nose out through your mouth And I want you to first think of a person, an animal, or even an object that you feel lovingly and relatively uncomplicated feeling towards. Small children and animals tend to work really well for this exercise. Oftentimes, people's relationships with their adult children and spouses are too complex for those people to work well in this exercise. 
So think of a person, animal, or even an object, object that you feel loving and re relatively uncomplicated feeling towards. Small children and animals are a great choice. Next, close your eyes and picture that person, animal, or object. I want you to picture them in a circle of kindness, compassion, and love. Spend the next minute repeating the following intentions toward them in your mind, hoping these things for them with your whole heart, whether or not they are truly possible. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful. May you live life with ease. So close your eyes and picture that person in a circle of kindness, compassion, and love. And I'm going to give you a minute to repeat this intention for them. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful. May you live your life with ease. Now, picture yourself alongside the person, animal, or object that you've been thinking of. Picture the two of you together, interacting or simply being together in that circle of kindness, compassion, and love. Spend the next minute repeating the following intentions toward both your object and yourself, whether or not they are fully possible. May you and I be happy. May you and I be healthy. May you and I be peaceful. May you and I live our lives with ease. May you and I be happy. May you and I be healthy. May you and I be peaceful. May you and I live our lives with ease. Finally, picture your love object gently moving out of the picture. They are still safe and happy, just out of frame. But now picture that you are standing alone in that circle of kindness, compassion, and love. As you picture yourself, think the following intentions toward yourself for the next minute. May I be happy. 
May I be healthy. May I be peaceful. May I live my life with ease. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be peaceful. May I live my life with ease. When you are ready, you can open your eyes and bring your attention back to the room. So what did you think? What did this bring up for you? When I first did this exercise, when I was at the conference in Chicago, it brought up a lot for me. I sat there surprisingly like with tears streaming down my face. And I don't really know why, and I didn't really know why in the moment, other than just maybe it was the first time in a long time that I had considered extending the compassion and care I give for others or to others to myself as a woman, as a mother, as a sister, as a daughter, as a friend, just like all of you, we give, give, give all the time. Maybe it was the first time in a long time that I considered I could actually give myself exactly what I needed. I forgot a wife in there. That's a big part of it, right? Um, That I could give myself exactly what I needed. That I could show up for myself. That I could, like, figuratively wrap my own arms around my own self and say, I see you. I hear you. Your pain is real, your joy is real, the struggle is real, but you are good. So to wrap it up, I want to give you a couple of resources if you're wanting to do more of this kind of work. The app I use to do my morning meditations um, and my guided meditations, talking again, just 10 minutes, is the Simple Habit app. There's tons of them out there. That one I just happen to like. This isn't an ad, it's just the one I happen to like. Um, and a great website for finding more ways to incorporate these ideas of mindfulness or positive psychology, which is sort of like the broader umbrella that includes mindful meditation, um, guided meditation, gratitude practice, resilience building. So if you're wanting to include more positive psychology into your life or your work or your practice, um, there's a great website called positivepsychology.com. And it has tons of resources. So I invite you to check it out. Do the work. Head over to my website, uh, PetalumaCBT.org, or go to my Instagram page, which is at mother underscore more, where I share all kinds of stuff like this, my thoughts, my musings, my experience, um, in hopes to normalize working on our mental health, working on our emotional health, in hopes to take the stuff that's usually stuck Um, inside the HIPAA compliant therapy doors and bring it out into the world and share it with you all in my little way so that you can feel empowered potentially to make change or move towards the things that um, are worthwhile for you the things that make you feel alive the things that make you feel good really is what it comes down to the things that make you live and feel better so 
that's all for this time. Um, as always, feel free to email me. Um, I'm still collecting submissions for my listener letter episode. You can email me um, any questions you have. Think of it as like a um, almost like a Dear Abby, but therapist style. Um, and I will answer from my life perspective, from my therapy perspective in a way that's a little bit more, that allows for a little bit more freedom than I can kind of have inside the therapy doors. So um, I guess what that means in a way that's a little bit more real as if you're talking to a friend versus just a therapist. So send me your listener letter questions about life, love, relationships, anxiety, mental health, anything really to caitlin at petalumacbt.org. I'll put my email in the episode notes. Cheers, my dears. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed what you heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes to subscribe so that way you can be notified as new podcast episodes become available. Also, I'd love it if you take the time to write me a review or leave me a rating. You can follow alongside my journey on Instagram at mother underscore more, where I talk about things like mental health, wellness, motherhood, modernizing therapy, and sort of all the things. And if you're interested in working one-on-one with me or finding out more about the kind of work I do, you can check out my website, which is therapywithcaitlin.com. Remember, you are so worth the work it takes to live your very best life. Hi friends, welcome to Mother and More, a podcast with me, Caitlin Soule. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife and a mom to three kiddos. I am passionate about helping people make the changes they want to or need to make so that they can live their best life. I'm on a mission to modernize therapy, talk about mental health, motherhood, and really just life in a way that's real and helpful. In my journey to doing so, I will share stories from my own experience and tools and skills that I teach my clients in my clinical practice in hopes that you feel a little bit more inspired to lean in, to deal with the tough stuff, and revel in this beautiful, messy thing called life. for listening and if you enjoyed what you heard head on over to apple podcasts or itunes to subscribe so that way you can be notified as new podcast episodes become available also i'd love it if you take the time to write me a review or leave me a rating you can follow alongside my journey on instagram at mother underscore more where i talk about things like mental health wellness motherhood modernizing therapy and sort of all the things And if you're interested in working one-on-one with me or finding out more about the kind of work I do, you can check out my website, which is therapywithcaitlin.com. Remember, you are so worth the work it takes to live your very best life.